0: Welcome to the Angularlicious Podcast. Angularlicious? And now your host, Matt Vaughn. Hey, welcome to the show. And thanks for visiting Angularlicious.com. Whoa, not .com. us. That's going to be weird. Uh, anyway, what happened, I was at Google, or not Google, GoDaddy.com, and... They were having a sale on domain names yesterday for 99 cents. Can you believe it? So I was putting in some Angular type domain names and I put in Angularlicious and it was available. I've always wanted a Licious site and I know the uh, Licious sites are probably, you know, 10 years beyond uh, when they were really cool, but angular is cool to me and hopefully it's cool to you too so anyway I've always wanted to uh, do an angular broadcast or podcast uh, and broadcast too at the same time and this is a great opportunity so this website will host uh, the podcast and uh, all things angular from my perspective I'm Matt Vaughn I'm a developer uh, of angular applications uh, Microsoft applications. I've been uh, developing uh, Microsoft applications since 1998 ish, uh, starting with ASP, VBScript, lots of JavaScript back and forth, ASP.NET, ASP MVC, etc., etc. The technologies come and go pretty fast, but the last few years have been really focusing on Angular 1.x and the last uh, year and a half, Angular 2. Um, And really working out great uh, for me and my team and the company i work for and the type of applications we're building Um, i live in denver colorado area uh, just north of denver in a little town called frederick and sitting on uh, the leather chair behind me is my dog luca a siberian husky and he's not even paying attention he's just taking a nap Um, I went to school here in uh, Denver uh, University, studied jazz and composition, and also went to the University of Miami and uh, studied more jazz and uh, saxophone there, so that was pretty much my education, uh, studying jazz, and I don't know how that really applies to my technical background, but I think it's helped me along the way, Uh, so I've been able to work with some really smart people over the years and learn a lot of really cool things uh, from them, Uh, just being a principled developer uh, using solid principles being a pragmatic programmer I love that book Um, and learning about enterprise architecture enterprise frameworks Um, different design patterns and uh, things like that so there's lots of ways to develop an application and um, I like to kind of use a lot of different uh, tools and skills and uh, different things I've learned over the years from different people and from different environments that I've worked in and just bring it all together so uh, we'll talk a lot about those types of things on this podcast uh, mentioned I live in Denver I'm a huge Denver Bronco fan uh, I also love fly fishing or standing in the middle of the river um, I don't know which I like first or like most uh, fly fishing or just standing in the middle of a river uh, just so something so cool about just standing in the middle of a river so those are some of the things about me and uh, such um, so What are we gonna do here? We're gonna talk about some Angular essentials. We're gonna have a lot of architectural discussions, uh, interviews, uh, and look at different resources for building better applications and uh, how to do that and why we want to do that and and uh, how do we make it easy on ourselves. Uh, We're gonna look at uh, you know some of the essentials. We'll talk about the IDEs, uh, Visual Studio Code, and maybe there's. There's a lot, a lot of IDEs out there for developing uh, Angular applications, uh, TypeScript, uh, etc. The different tools that uh, are uh, emerging and have been available for a while. For example, Angular CLI. Check it out if you don't, haven't used that. It's an awesome tool to scaffold your application. Um, we. Uh, Want to talk about how to set up and configure different uh, application environments, if it's an enterprise app, uh, a standalone app? Uh, What if it's uh, a custom Angular module? What if you want to build custom components that are distributable, um, and you want to put those on NPM or just use them in your own environment? We're going to look at design patterns, uh, patterns that are implemented in Angular, and understand those so that you can really leverage all of the hard work that the angular team has put into this framework and be able to use these design patterns uh, to your benefit and then uh, take advantage of uh, how they work um, how to architect an application you know just because we have the framework it doesn't mean that you know you're ready to go so I hope you build a great application well hoping a great application um, just emerges, uh, it doesn't happen that way. You really have to make your application great by using and implementing good patterns, good design, good processes, those things. So we'll talk a lot about architecture, and these things we'll talk about, these principles really apply to many different technologies, uh, front-end, back-end, angular, non-angular apps, all of that. So, Also, we're going to have interviews with uh, different uh, types of developers, architects, uh, front-end developers, back-end developers, mobile developers, maybe even some project managers. I don't know. We'll uh, keep it open and uh, figure out what works uh, for this podcast. And We're going to look at uh, different resources and uh, how to uh, modularize your Angular application. Um, Now, good question. How many modules are in your Angular app? Do you just have one? If your application has just one app.module.ts, if that's your only module in your application, mm, I think we can do better than that. And we're going to talk a lot about how to modularize your Angular application. There are so many different ways to use Angular modules to um, create an environment for your development uh, team and your efforts that will really make it simple for you, simplify a lot of things. Uh, You can share code, reuse code components. You can reuse services, all these things. Um, We want to talk about component reuse, as just mentioned. Um, Where do you implement your business logic, and how do you do it? I think the most important question, though, is where do you do it? And if you're implementing your business logic in components, whoa, you're doing it wrong. You do not want to put your business logic in components. There are are some reasons for that, and we'll talk about those, and we'll get into that in uh, great detail on this podcast. We'll show you where you should implement your business logic and some suggestions how you want to do it, how you integrate it with the back end, how do you implement business rules, how do you do data validation, uh, form validation. How do you uh, how do you send a message of something that happened on the back end all the way up to uh, the UI or, or uh, uh, the HTML uh, of a web form that you're building in Angular? How do you do those things? Um, so really, it's kind of an end-to-end approach to developing your application. It's not always about the front end. you got to talk about the back end. And I always say every great app needs a great back end. So... Who, who wouldn't agree with that. So anyway that is what Angularlicious and this podcast is going to be about. Um, several things Angular, lots of things architecture and uh, we'll get into uh, some of these details in the next episodes. So once again welcome. Thanks for joining the program and we hope you enjoy all of the Angularlicious podcasts. Have a great day. Angularlicious? Mmm! You've been listening to the Angular Delicious Podcast, where there's no excuse to get it right the first time. Visit the Angular Delicious website, that's Angular, L-I-C-I-O dot U-S, or for the other people, Angularlicious.com. Join the conversation, subscribe, access show notes, and get your bonus content on. Out.